This is episode 94 for Tuesday, April 18th, 2017, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week, we will be discussing style 5B, Kolsch. And this podcast brought to you by Samuel Brew. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Chris, and together with Travis, Sawyer, and Eddie, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Every week, we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at brew underscore styles. Drop by our website, brewstyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. Well, welcome back, everybody. We are uh, in my garage today doing a triple brew day while we uh, drink some Kolsch and, and talk about that. I'm joined today by Sawyer. How's it going, Sawyer? What up? <laughs> Sorry, I'm feeling kind of good already. Yeah, you've been drinking while Travis and I went to Total Wine to get more beer. Yep. For our, our Kolsch episode. Yeah, I stopped on the way over here at Total Wine and I uh, picked up my beer. So, Well, when I came back, you were drinking my quad, yes, which is 9.7%, and we had a whole episode and brew day to get through. Yes, but to be fair... I don't I know did, what you were thinking. I didn't pour myself a full pour of the quad, so mm. it was only three quarters full. <laughs> so, yeah. Three quarters full. Yeah, three oh, quarters. Geez. And that's Travis. Yep. How you doing, Travis? Hey, it's good to be back. Um... <laughs> We have not done this in a while. Obviously, we took last week off. Just kind of needed a little break, all of us. Celebrate yeah. Easter. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was out of town also for a, a school trip. I was in Colorado, so. Yeah, so that was. That was interesting. It's been a while since we've been in the studio, and then also just being in the garage doing a, a outside recording. Yeah. Yeah. Last time we had this was the infamous Pumpkin 1.0 <laughs> episode, which was a blast. We got a lot of good drops from that one. And with that one, we only brewed one beer during that episode, and today we are brewing three at the same time. I think that uh, if you if you watch How I Met Your Mother, this would be going for the belt or the tricycle. What? You haven't watched that show, have you? I've seen a few episodes, but I have no idea what you're talking about. <sighs> Man. I know there's a guy that wears suits. Yes. And that's a phrase. Suit up? Yes, that is a phrase. Y'all, y'all need to, I'll send you that episode. Uh, met Ted? And yes. the, the Ted, legend Fred? dairy Le- legendary thing. Yeah. I know about that. But anyway. It's a funny show. Anyways. <laughs> well, um, ah. anything interesting happened this week in your week of beer? Oh, I drank beer. <laughs> I did not. I uh, like I said, I was in Colorado, and uh, obviously, like the capital of beer. Colorado so. is the mecca of craft beer. But since I was, you know, on a school trip for the high school that I teach at, I couldn't really partake. So 
I walked by a lot of small town local breweries that yeah. I could not go into. I was very oh, upset. Oh, what a bummer. That sucks. I, I was just, I was almost crying like, <laughs> but because we, we were in Winter Park and there's a brewery. Winter Park is like tiny. It's a single street. It's not huge. It's not. Uh-huh. Um, Winter Park and then just up the road is Fraser. Seriously, one road that goes through town, and both of them had breweries. All right. And I really, really wanted to stop, but Mm. alas, I could not. Oh, I did have something interesting happen, actually. Um, So I I was really craving 10 and 6. (laughs) I don't know. I listened through that episode with Rabbit Hole, and that was a great episode. Mm-hmm. But it made me crave 10 and 6. So if you haven't heard that episode, definitely check it out. Yes. Our so rabbit hole it feature. Out. It's phenomenal. It's Anyways, the only place in Mansfield that has it. Mansfield? Mansfield. <laughs> is this little place next to Mama's Pizza. Mm. Ran by an Indian guy. And uh, you can go in there and mix and match your six pack. Is that the place next to the barber shop? I don't. Maybe. It's right behind the uh, the Spring Creek Barbecue. Yeah, yeah. That's where my dad goes to buy his kegs. Yeah, so I go in there. He's like, "Yeah, you 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 can mix and match everything." Wow, well, Marcus. Like, cool. Have a little cultural sensitivity there. <laughs> but no, he was cool because <laughs> because he was very interested in our podcast. Oh, really? Yes. Did you leave him a business card? I don't have any. I got a box of them. Just I wrote it down for him, though. Okay, cool. But while also while I was there, I ran into two people from Denver. Well, Travis, your barge water's ready, by the way. Yeah. Um, wait for it to run off. All right. I, uh, I ran into two people from Denver while I was in the shop, hmm. and they asked for recommendations. Hmm. Yes. They, they, uh, Looking for local beers? Yes. Let me guess. You offered them a rabbit hole. I yes, you know what? I got the last three uh, ten and sixes that they had in the store, uh, and I gave one of them to that guy uh, from Denver. I was like, you "You need to try this. This is amazing." You give them recommendations on podcasts to listen to. I did. Okay, I did. I wrote that for them. I wrote wrote that down for them as well. That's cool. So I'm sure. Hopefully, they're listening by now. Um, And then, um, oh yeah, I also told them not to start with episode number one. Yeah. So, anyways, um, no. Uh, so they they took home a ten and six. They took home turtle power, and an imperial Texan. All right. There you go. So, yeah, it was cool meeting some 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 beer aficionados. Yeah. Especially one that runs a beer shop. So, and they there have a go. huge selection. Oh yeah. Even it's massive. Even European beers. <laughs> yeah, they've um, got a they've got a huge walk in cooler in the back. Uh, like I said, my dad buys. Uh, half barrel kegs from them, or quarter barrel. What's the the normal? I think I like think it's a half, frat party keg size. I think it's half barrel. That's a, no, that's a quarter. It's, it's a quarter. quarter? Yeah, oh, it's okay. a quarter barrel. Uh, I get the two mixed up. Yeah, it's a quarter barrel because the ones we have are pony kegs. Corny. Yeah, the cornies are are pony keg size. Wait, one barrel is thirty three. How can corn become gallons, a horse? Right, or thirty one and a half or something. So a half <laughs> barrel would be a fifteen. Yeah, so it is a half barrel. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the, so, the ponies are a quarter barrel. That's right. That's okay. Well, so, sort of. Yeah. yeah. 
Anyway, it's close enough. Yeah. So, anyways, that was my interesting thing. Well, are with we beer. fighting? So, hopefully, we have some <laughs> new listeners this awesome. week. Well, if we have any other new listeners, welcome to the podcast. Yes. <laughs> Check out our website. Please. Uh, it's very some stifled. comments and, um, you know, leave us a comment on YouTube. Not YouTube. Uh, what's the thing called? Google iTunes. Play. iTunes. Oh, yes, and Google Play. And Facebook and Twitter and, and everything else. Yeah, we're everywhere. Anyway, yeah, so check it out. Subscribe and uh, leave some comments. Let us know what you think and uh, all that good stuff. Anyway, today we're talking about the Kolsch. Okay, Again. 2.0. Yeah, 2.0. Yeah, let's say, haven't we done this already? Yeah, we did. This was episode five. Uh, wow, episode five. Uh-huh. That was 90 episodes ago, oh thereabouts. Oh, my gosh. Years ago. <laughs> I really need to update the Facebook. Are we, I, I assume we're going to have something huge planned for episode 100. As I look at Travis, because he's the <laughs> one that usually plans what we're doing. To be determined. And he's a lot more uh, creative with those kinds of things. Than <laughs> Catch us at G Willikers when we're uh, broadcasting. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, just like the episode forty where we drank forties. Yes, that Travis was a lot came of fun. up with that. Yeah, and that, that was well, that was a, good a great idea. episode. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure we sounded stupid by the end, but it was fun. Maybe yeah. we can do the Centurion. Uh, oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't we have done that for episode eighty? Well, it's a hundred minutes or a hundred shots, right? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, Centurion. Yeah. 100. Anyway, uh, um, do we want to go through the? Style well, guide. well, actually, you actually know, we're, we're drinking one right now. Let's talk about it real quick before we go through the style guide. Actually, guidelines. can we back up a little bit further? Oh, okay. Uh, what are we all brewing today? We'll start with Good Travis. Question. Oh, yeah. We might want to talk about... Ooh, that tastes funny. Um, <clears throat> I am going to try my hand at an American light lager. All right, Curse Light. Adjunct. Actually, it's a Bud Light clone. So Curse Light. I'm using rice... And very limited grains. The cheapest beer I've ever brewed. It was under 20 bucks. Yeah, um, isn't that funny? To buy the ingredients. The grain, the hops, the yeast, everything. Under 20 bucks. That's awesome. The one time I brewed one, I figured it out, and it was like 33 cents a bottle for a 12-ounce <laughs> wow. bottle. Yeah, so uh, now you all know, whenever you go to a bar and you pay $4 for a bottle, <gasps> dude, you $5 know, or $6. You know what forgot? They are raking it in. What? You remember the guy that we talked to at Iron Mash who said that he wanted to brew with us? I was really drunk. I was too, but I remember <laughs> that guy. Travis and I spent a lot of time interviewing him. Who was it? I can't remember his name. Is that the guy in the hat? Yes. <laughs> uh, because there were lots of them. Um, no, really. there. It was the guy in the hat, but he said he wanted to brew with us. I don't remember that. I didn't think to message him today. Yeah. Oh, well. Sorry, guy. Yeah, next time. <laughs> One of us will call you. We'll message you. Whatever. Anyway, what are you brewing, Sawyer? Uh, today, I am brewing uh, an English pale ale. <laughs> yeah, I wanted something a little lighter this time because just, I'm just now getting through with my, uh, my uh, Dubal. You've uh, had that one for quite a while. I've had you? that one for quite a while, but it's getting close to being done. Uh, I still have the Milk Stout from... Oh, man, you've had that one even longer. Yes. And actually, that one gets better all the time. <laughs> that uh, was prepared for my wedding. Yes, that was for Travis's over wedding. A year I ago. ate my wedding, my one-year-old wedding cake a couple nights ago. Was it good? It wasn't bad. All right. It wasn't good, but... A little stale? Yeah, it was dry. Did you freeze it? Spongy. No, we had one slice, and that was it. Uh, no, but, I mean, like the, the, 
did you have it frozen until you pulled it out to yes okay yeah well yeah so uh i'm gonna have to call johnny and give him my og after this because this is johnny's <laughs> english paleo oh, um so he's gonna want to know that information so anyways that's what i'm doing today he can't assist you if he doesn't know what it is yeah. right he's got to have that og even though you're asking about keg parts original gangster <laughs> yeah no. can, can i get a ball lock quick disconnect what's your og <laughs> so what are you brewing travis uh well we have a three-day weekend this uh this weekend you're brewing a three-day weekend and so i decided <laughs> to brew three beers do one every day really holy crap yeah well why not i just tapped two things at home so i don't really need a replacement beer for a while but I figured I got the time. I'll let them slow ferment. But uh, today I'm doing a Irish red ale huh. out of Jamil's book, Brewing Classic Styles. If you haven't checked it out, we definitely recommend that. I've brewed maybe <laughs> halfway through that book. Not Obviously, going. I haven't done any lagers yet because I don't have lager capability, but the majority of the ales I've knocked out because I want to brew my way through it. So I'm doing an Irish red today. Tomorrow I'm going to do a Belgian wit beer. Hmm. Also out of Jamil's book. I've done it before. Um, last time I messed up the coriander edition and just dumped in a full ounce. Uh-oh. And then realized later that it was supposed to be only like a third of an ounce. <laughs> like a pinch. Yeah, so it came out really weird. <laughs> so I'm going to do it again and do it right since it's kind of spring weather. That'd be a nice one to have. And then on Sunday, I'm going to do a, another Hatch Chili beer because I found a couple of those hanging out in the freezer mm. the other day. So I'll do just a, a wheat beer base with Hatch Chili peppers. That's cool. What well, sounds like you got a full weekend of brewing. Yeah. That's awesome. I think I'm going to brew again at some point this weekend. But it's going to be something I'm going to let sit for a while, you know? Now yeah. that I have room to do it. Yeah. But, you know. You think, okay, I got a question for you, both of you guys. Cause, use uh, guys. Yeah, use guys over there. Um, do you think we'll see a little toddler driving a car today like we did last time? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I think they were driving a, I think he was driving a Buick. That's funny. It was like a boat. Yeah. So the episode we're referring to is Pumpkin Ale 1.0. Yeah. Oh, and I also had a mail delivery or, or a package delivery or something during the... On a Sunday. ...the episode, too, which was really strange. Yeah. It was USPS. I'm expecting another package today, by the way. That's, you know, ironic, <laughs> but... Yeah. Uh, Sam Calgione dropped by. Yeah. <laughs> that guy was for a little bit. That guy was awesome. We need to get him back sometime. Yeah, it got really loud all of a sudden whenever he was here. Eh, it wasn't too bad. But if you had earplugs, a lot of brewery know. noise going on or something in the background. I don't well, know. Well, we are at double S brewing. Is not a quiet thing. <laughs> uh, you're gonna hear in this episode later on today. Yeah. Sound like we'll take a break and we'll come back and then all of a sudden it's just. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're back. <laughs> well, that, y'all's will be loud. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason why we chose Colch for this episode. Yeah. Uh, that's because in the. Box we had <laughs> count them no less than eight homebrew examples of Kolsch. Yeah, which is like what's left in the box. Yeah, there's a couple of other things in there too. So, Some German pills and. Oh, um, did y'all grab a whole bunch of beer from Blue Bonnet at meeting last time? 
I didn't see any offered. No. They had a bunch of glassware they're trying to pawn off. Yeah, they're maybe next time. Panning the glassware. We'll see. Well, we got a call. Let's talk about it. I'm not yep. peeing right now, by the way, if you can hear this. I'm so we're going to talk <laughs> about this. Running sparge water into his uh, mash tun. After this beer, we're going to get into uh, the guidelines. Yeah. We're Since we have eight home brews to drink, we're going to kind of space them out a little bit. And, oh, there's a... What is that for? Uh, is that your sparge? Yeah. Okay. I well, let's it. do this, and then you can... You can do your runoff and start a yeah. start your bowl. <laughs> anyway, so this one is um, oh, that stopped my recording. Very hazy. Oh, it did. Yeah, it's going now. Oh crap. Anyway, have fun with that, Travis. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, this one's very hazy. I got the bottom pour, so I got the top, and mine is pretty clear. Yeah, I can see it. Now, yeah, actually, looks really nice. Yeah. Mine's like in between. Mine looks like the bottom pour. <laughs> bottom. Bottom. This is I'm homebrew example number 41. 41. Hey. I'm getting a lot of like lemongrass notes in the aroma. Yeah. That's some like fruitiness. It's almost like a Belgian. I could see that. There's a lot of yeast character. Yeah, it, uh, that's, that's the first thing that popped in my head was a Belgian, some kind of Belgian character. Some banana and clove, maybe. Mm-hmm. But when I taste it, I get a strong lemongrass kind of flavor. Yeah. Which, uh, I mean, we'll, we'll review the guidelines in a bit. I do remember there is a bit of fruitiness that you can't have, which is acceptable to a point. But I think this one's probably over. Yeah, it's quite a bit. Uh, over the limit of what it should be. This would almost pass as like a Belgian wit. At least my pour of it, anyway. I got some, some floaties. It it does have a Belgian characteristic, yeah. So like a maybe a, trap a single, perhaps or an ankle, or a. <laughs> my ankles are a little swollen. Even a Belgian pale ale. Is <laughs> it cankle? But you know what? I will have to say that out of that box of homebrews that we brought back from that contest, this is the best one. Really? I don't remember. Yeah, because we had the Adam beer out of that. We had oh, God. We had a couple others that just weren't very good. And I think this is probably the most drinkable so far. Absolutely. I mean, it's very drinkable. I don't know. I'd call it the best one in the box because I don't remember what was in the box. But it's a, lot. It's a bit out of style. Yes, sure. it is a bit out of style. But it is certainly very tasty. Yeah. You could almost uh, you could almost call this a saison because it's it's kind of carbonated, more like yeah. overcarbonated. That's the feel I get in my mouth. It misses like, all the funkiness in, yeah, in my in my tongue area. Flavor wise, it's not a saison. No, but the the carbonation makes it seem like a saison. Well, going back to Travis's Belgian single comment, you know yes. those Belgian beers are usually highly carbonated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. <clears throat> I bet you if somebody entered this as a Belgian single, it would do pretty well. Probably. Yeah. Well. I'm gonna work on my stuff here. All right. So uh, I think we're, we're probably gonna take a break here, so we can let's get everybody going in the next step of their brew, and then we'll be right back. Yeah. All right. Adios. So.
All right, well, welcome back. Hi. If you hear that noise in the background, Sawyer is now boiling. The yes. soft purr of a of propane, a propane <laughs> burner. It's not usually a soft purr. It's usually like a jet engine, you know. But well, I'm you're using, using mine instead yeah. of yours because yours was so freaking loud. Yeah. Yeah, he brought in his first one, and it, like, it was to the point where we were shouting to hear each other. So loud. <laughs> yes, it is really loud. The jet burner. So we got one going right now. Uh, I am running off my sparge, and Chris just puts his sparge water in. Man, it really does take you a long time, doesn't it? <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I just, I, I'm not used to it. So it's been a while since we've done this. I'm feeling kind of good. So I apologize in advance. All right. Well, we have uh, a another homebrew example. It's pretty clear. Maybe just a slight haze. This was entry number 66. At least it's not entry number 666. You know what I'm saying? So, you know. Could be worse. Yes. Sorry. Very I, clear. I didn't know if your recording was going to cut off if you went oh. to the guidelines, so I got it right here. But All right, cool. Yeah, bubbly white, white head, nice, very carbonated. Yes. Uh, the bubbles are coming up from really the bottom. Clear. Did I get the bottom pour again? Probably. <sighs> I did not pour these. <laughs> All right, next one. I don't get the bottom pour. Okay. Bottom. Bottom. If you remember for the appearance from the guidelines, it should be very pale gold to light gold. Very clear. Authentic commercial versions are filtered to a brilliant clarity and should have a delicate white head that may not persist. Both examples we've had, at least the top portion of the bottle has fit that. I stand corrected. This is the most drinkable out of the box. Yeah, okay. I'm still getting... Belgian. Yeah. Yeah, me too. <coughs> but not as much. It's a softer release. Oh, my. It's going to be another one of those episodes where there's a lot of sneezing in the background. Chris is dying. Well, we're outside, so yeah. <laughs> anyway... Um, yeah, I'm still getting some kind of lemony character with that Belgian yeast yeah. note. has less of the sweet fruity nose than the, yeah. the previous one. So this, strange. This one's a little drier. bit more bland. I guess we know why they didn't get pushed on. Yeah, they didn't have lemon and lime. <laughs> well, you know, we should um, clarify again that any of the beers in this box the whole reason we have them is because they did not get pushed to the next so all these beers could potentially suck or just potentially not fit the guidelines sure it's not that they suck clearly the last two that we've had have been drinkable it's just they're not kolsch we should go back and drink the adam beer again <laughs> no this one has a higher hoppy bitterness a little bit like almost to the point of a German pills, but yeah, not quite there. This one might have done better in the pills category, just yeah. like the last yeah. one would have done better as a ankle. So the bitterness is, is, I would say, too high for the cold yeah. style. Well, let's let's continue on through the guidelines a little bit. Yeah. Talked yeah. about her appearance. Um, the aroma hey. we we did mention earlier that there should be a little bit of a fruity nose. And uh, in the guidelines, it says a pleasant, subtle fruit aroma from fermentation. So you're looking at apple, cherry, or pear is acceptable, but it's not always present. Um, as far as the malt character, it's low to very low. 
gonna get a grainy sweet character and uh, as I mentioned hops on this one was pretty high but the guidelines say a low floral spicy or herbal hop aroma is optional but not out of style so basically you're not really gonna get much hop character in the aroma but it can be there but it should be low if it is some yeast strains may give a slight whiny or sulfury character uh, this character is also optional but not a fault and overall the intensity of aromatics is fairly subtle but generally bounce clean and fresh this should be just an easy drinking summer beer um, we're drinking them in April but it we're in Texas so. feels like summer yeah Freaking you know hot. it's it's interesting because the the flavor says medium low to medium bitterness with a delicate dryness hot flavors variable can range from low to moderately high oh okay interesting so you can get it through in the flavor yeah so it's it seems like one of those low to moderately high could be you know a wide a very wide range of of options there yeah I saw a bird almost fly into your pot <laughs> it's tried to land on the side and thought oh hey it can go in there as long as it's sanitized it was a mockingbird well, if it's gonna be boiled then yeah it will be sanitized you would have committed a state state crime this is true. by boiling the state bird I think I just saw the pizza guy drive by and he missed my house yeah and then uh, as far as mouthfeel, medium light to medium body, most medium light, medium to medium high carbonation. We have seen that in both of these examples. They have very fizzy, foamy white head. Smooth and generally crisp and well attenuated. Comparing this to the pills though, it easily could be mistaken for a cream ale or a somewhat subtle pills. That's what it says in the guidelines. Interesting. That is very interesting. So how do you know if you have one then? Uh, well, you have to be a trained taster. Well, you are a trained taster, so I'm asking you. Well, uh, first thing you do is you look on the bottle, and if it says Kolsch, then you know you've got a Kolsch. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so that's... That's you, easy. You have to use the visual clues. Gotcha. That's what I've been taught. First taste with your eyes. Okay. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> so we're going to take a quick break and do our next steps in the brew process. And we'll come back with our first commercial style. Yep. And probably another homebrew. Because we've got a ton of them. At the same time. And we are back with our commercial example. Uh, really pleased that we ran across this because we didn't have this two years ago whenever we did our original Kolsch episode, episode five. Correct. Our commercial example back then was the Sunir Kolsch. Sunir? Sunir Kolsch. I think it's just Sunir. Like a movie. Sunir. You can check out our review of that one by going to our website, brewstyles.com, and clicking on the feature beer style. Check uh, out our tab, website. And then uh, scroll on down to the S beers, and then you'll find Studio <laughs> Kush. <laughs> Click on that one, it takes you directly to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, today we have a different one. This is the Reisendorfen Korsen. It's just Reisdorf. Oh, Reisdorf. Reisdorf. But it is. Uh, what color is that, uh, that there bottle there, Sawyer? That is brown. <laughs> and uh, the label is red, white, and gold. All right. It says the classic Colts, brewed and bottled by uh, Privet Browery 
Heinrich Kreisdorf. Uh, no, sorry, in Köln, Köln, Germany. In Köln, Germany. Comes in a 500 milliliter bottle. I'm gonna Privet go check on my beer to make sure I don't. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Make sure I'm not boiling over. Maybe we'll have an overboil today. A boil he's over. lifting the lid. He checked to see if he was boiling, and now he's walking back to the group. <laughs> I couldn't hear that. I know. You'll hear it later. So are you going <laughs> to add crawfish to this beer today? No. <laughs> oh. No, no, no. Speaking of which, that competition is coming up, and we did not register for it, so I don't know if we're doing it. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah. Well, this one is brilliantly clear. Yeah. Uh, yes. Nice light golden yellow. Yeah. Uh, fizzy white head. Definitely has a long-lasting foam. It smells malty. A lot of grainy sweetness in the aroma. Yeah, all the Belgian fruit notes from the two homebrew examples are gone, or absent from this one, which uh, they should be. You know, I almost get like an adjunct kind of... I mean, I know it doesn't have adjunct in it, but it's almost kind of corny. Yeah, I see what you're you saying. Say corny? Yes. Yeah, corny. I, I would agree with corny. <laughs> right, which is strange. Coors Light has the just a touch of uh, green apple see the aldehyde you could almost get like a little bit of fruit it's a along big the word. same vein in this one in acetaldehyde what acetaldehyde huh ass rice and dolphin aldehyde aldehyde ass aldehyde okay <laughs> ass and aldehyde ass ass and aldehyde sure anyway um Aroma, sorry, flavor is very clean, crisp. Uh, exactly what you would expect from a light German lager. Now this is the most drinkable one in the box. This didn't yeah. come in the box. Oh. <laughs> we're drinking out of the box, man. Yeah, we're now outside the box. Yeah. This one we picked up at a Total Wine. And... Um, I guess even if it is old, it's not really going to affect it much. How old is it? Well, it's been lagered, so it's at least a few. Like a bajillion years? Well, you know, our uh, our history with Total Wine has been checkered at best. What, what does it say on the pottle? On the pottle? It says, Gebraut nach dem Deutschen Reinheitsgebot von 1516. Something about beer. Yeah. Um... Uh, of course, I didn't want to think about how to say 1516 in German, so I just said 1516. Uh, I should know that, but... I don't see well. a date on here anywhere. Is it on the bottom? Nine. Oh, well. Wait. No. Wait? No? <laughs> huh? No. Uh, yeah. It said it was brewed in 1516. So That's this one's been pretty for quite some time. <laughs> Sat around for a couple of years. Yeah, only a couple. Anyway, it's a uh, very, very clean, very crisp, very colshy. Yeah. So, shall we move on to the next one? We shall. Wait. What's what? your poundability? Oh crap! We haven't been doing poundability on these. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let's find out. Mine's almost boiling. However, unlike these guys, I choose not to scoop my food. I would I say like poundability on this one's like an eight. Yeah, this yeah. is easy. Eight and eight. Doesn't have a high bitterness. 
888. So you get maybe a little bit of like floral hops, but they're fairly low. Bitterness is restrained. Yeah. So I give it an eight. So are you eight? Travis, eight? Yeah, I go with that too. Eight, eight, eight. Mm -hmm. Nine, 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 eight, stroke meister. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's next? And surprise, 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 we got a homebrew. <laughs> I didn't know we were joined by Gomer Powell. Yeah, me neither. This is homebrew example number... 28? 28? Where's yeah. Andy? Yeah. 28. 28. This one is a little hazy. Hazy. It smells amazing, though. It's got a nice malty aroma to it. Uh, I don't get a whole lot of bitterness. Gone done smell pretty good. Yeah, I like it. Can't complain about the aroma. A little sweetness in the aroma. Uh... Oh, and if you notice, it's a lot quieter out here. Sawyer finishes boil finally. Hey, hey, <laughs> I was chilling. I was boiling on on your burner. Okay, <laughs> I am boiling right now, but you wouldn't know it. Yeah, how is yours so quiet? I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't know. It's a high quality H two O. Buy you, buy you, one. Yeah, flavor on this one, especially having it immediately after the commercial example, you can start to tell the difference. This one's not as crisp, not as no, clean. Yeah. It's a little um, dirty, a little kinky. Yeah. It, it's not like crazy Belgian like the first few examples we had were. Yeah. It looks like samples brewing water. Yeah, it looks like. And mud. I was going to say it looks like rice water, but that's pretty much what it is. So. <laughs> This is true. And then he's going to lager it. He's making a sake over there. <laughs> Looks like dirty bath water. He's going to... No, yeah, this is good. I like this beer. This one's right. pretty good. What's next? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> he said he wanted to move fast. We have a yeah. lot more beer to drink. What's your poundability? I, can, I think I could pound this one as, as easily as most. Okay. As Eddie used to say. I'd say seven or eight on this one. It's pretty That's easy seven. to pound. I mean, I don't think $2 would end up in my pants, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd say an no, eight. No, definitely not with this one. I'd say an eight. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we're going to move straight from this one into uh, our next commercial example. All right, what's next? Chris is going to get it right now. Yeah. Uh, so don't stop it. Okay. Don't stop believing. Are you still recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Okay. Uh, this is uh, by Carbach. So we are. Got that Carbach. Carbach. Oh, you got something. Carbach. Carbach. Yeah, you got to finish the homebrew before you get the good beer. Actually, this is a decent beer. So finish the decent beer before you get the good beer. I'm trying. I'm trying, Coach. This is called Love Street Kolsch Style Blonde. I like that they said Kolsch Style. Yes. They're trying to maintain the so correct odd. appellation, right? Is that the right term? <laughs> Appalachian. There you go. Uh, uh, oh, excuse me. The mountains are Appalachian. This one is very, very light golden color. Nice white head. Very grainy, sweet aroma. Ow. Yeah, you got teeth there. 
Oh my goodness. I'm gonna have to be real careful with that there uh, bowl. I got eight and a half you need gallons. A bowl? I got eight and a half gallons in there. <laughs> you need a bowl? That's on our podcast, dude. Give it a bowl. Give it a bowl. Give it a bowl. That would be possible. Yeah, let it boil down. Bowl. 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 B o w l. Bowl. B o i l. Like what's on the ground? Soul. And the black black liquid. Yeah. You did just get two dollars on your pants. Maybe not two dollars. Maybe like ten cent. So if you're not familiar with Carbock, we've, we've featured them a few times on a the podcast. They're based out of Houston, Texas, and uh, but they sold out to the man. Yes, just recently, within within the past year, it came down that they uh, have thrown in their lots with the. Uh, it's a fly. <laughs> you okay with their smoker? No. <laughs> I apologize, with Travis. The craft, with the craft beer branch of Anheuser-Busch, which uh, I think is called like High End. Or High End? Something like that, yeah. I am. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Get live drops out here. Hmm. Um, and so, you know, we knew that something like that would come down because the uh, uh, Miller Coors came and, and uh, partnered up with Revolver. And so we knew that Anheuser would be looking for somebody a, a Texas foothold, and it came down. I believe it was November, perhaps of last year. wasn't too long ago. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Anheuser is officially the owner of Carbach, and so we we had some differing opinions, and I'm sure that you'll find that with any with any craft beer circle. Uh, you know, there are some people that are purists and they only want to support those that are brewed local and truly independent. And then there's other ones that are that would view this as what it is, which is a business. And they Exa- made a business move. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, whether they want to admit to it or not, it's about the money. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean... Just like in the music business. Yeah. It's like I get asked to play gigs for free all the time. And sure, I do one one every here and there just to make friends and say, hey, hire me next time. You know? But yeah. Yeah, you know. It's it's about the money. You're doing what you enjoy. Well, yes. And you get paid for it. But I didn't get a degree in it to play it to do it for free. No, no. Very, very true. So. Yeah. Something my dad told me a long time ago. It's like if you're good at something, never do it for free. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, I guess my only stipulation is if if the quality of the product doesn't change or doesn't uh, decrease, then I have no problem with it. Yeah, think it. about it like a big financial backer. You can't yes. open a brewery without some kind of money. Yeah. So if they've if they're already established and as long as they're making a decent amount from whoever bought them out, then I'd say why not? Yeah. Like Travis said, as long as the quality doesn't change. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely lootly. So this one is also brilliantly clear. Nice golden yellow. Yep. White foamy head, par for the course for the rest of these that we've seen today. These are beers you need to keep away from the light. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to get skunky-fied. <laughs> We're brewing in the garage, and... It's a uh, 
west-facing garage, so... It's hot. As the day goes on, our chairs keep moving further and further inward, away <laughs> from the sun. It's kind of funny. I think I might just keep cooling until Travis is ready to cool. Well, cool until your temperature. The water moves. coming out of the taps not going to be much cooler than at about eighty degrees, so you're not going to get below that. Yeah. yeah. It looks like you're sitting like ninety right now, maybe. Yeah. Uh, it says forty. What? <laughs> 40C? Oh, uh, centigrade. Yeah. Centigrade? Oh, Celsius? Yeah. Huh? Centigrade works too. Celsius? Centigrade is a. <laughs> a yeah, yeah most, people, most I, people think Celsius and Fahrenheit. I can't read that from here. Or Reinheit's Gebot. I, I heard uh, Bill Nye is <laughs> having a new Netflix thing coming out this week. Yeah. Really? A new series, Bill Nye the Science Guy. Dave Chappelle's back on too. Uh, yeah, I watched that last night with my wife. Is that funny? Yes. I, I need to watch it. And this beer is worth the smell. Yeah. I thought we did all that already. Yeah, I me too. I didn't mention any of the aroma. Oh. You're behind, Travis. Yeah. This be alright. Dad gummit. What? The light just gone doesn't turn off. Well, we're gonna take a break. <laughs> we'll be right back with well, the we can finish this beer first. Uh, the, uh, okay. My accountability. <laughs> <laughs> that actually sounds pretty cool. These close. live drops suck. <laughs> yeah, they really do. This one's not as crisp as the. the Reichen whatever. Yeah, Reichen oh. Boschen Dorfen. I have $2 on my pants. Fail. This one, yeah, it's like a softer. Softer mouth feel, like a pillow. Yeah. Why well, would you say that it's just like a regular pillow, or would you say that it's like Tempur Pedic? Well, it's like when you have the dream that you're eating a bunch of clouds. Oh, it's like cotton candy. You wake up and your pillow's gone. Oh. And the dog <laughs> ate it. <laughs> Even still. Wait, I'm confused comfortable. now. Okay. Cool. Yeah. This I'm, is seven. This is seven. Without the painful burp, I haven't got to that point yet. Yeah, me neither. I do need to make room because I'm full from the pizza. Uh oh. Explosive. Yeah, maybe we'll have something explosive here soon. I felt like I was going to be explosive. <laughs> yeah, these live drops suck. All right, let's yeah. move on. What's next? And we're Bach. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kind of over this brew day. My. Electric system is crapping out on me because I bought cheap Chinese relays. Uh oh. So I got to replace them. Are you ready to boil right now? Yeah. Well, what are you waiting for? Yeah, I'll wait for later. Do it now. Yeah. Not yeah. so much the present. We'll see. Yeah, we're here now. This is a we'll it's a brew day. Yeah, it's freaking loud. So. No, it's not. Mine's boiling right now. I can't even hear it. Yeah. We'll see. Go turn it on. We got more beer to drink. Yes. Speaking of which, we're on a homebrew example. Surprise, surprise. And this one is Balls Clear. What is Balls Clear? Balls! <laughs> balls. I, I really don't understand that, that adjective. It's clear as a ball. <laughs> you, you can see through Crystal balls. balls. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yes, it is very clear. Very light yellow, straw yeah, color. Yeah, straw for sure. It's Lots of yellow. combination. 
this one was certainly bottled off a keg because it was filled to the cap. There was no headspace in the bottle at all. That doesn't necessarily mean that. The fact that there was no sediment in the bottom, however, maybe. Anyway, my allergies are starting to screw with me, so I can't really oh. smell a whole lot. I don't like this one. You don't? I almost get a little buttery note to the nose. I think this one's just as awful as the Adam beer. I like mothballs. No, the Adam beer was gross. This one's palatable. This is a... Seminole. This is number 49, by the way. For those keeping score at home. <laughs> 20 away. I don't know. Do, do you know what your number is when you enter? I guess no. your score sheet comes back with a number on it. Yes, it does. So if any of our listeners are, are listening and they hear us drinking Colts number 49, and that was their beer. And they look at the Ozaptiz <laughs> score sheet, and then up at the corner it says entry number. This is 49. Then this is your then beer. Then we got your beer! <laughs> and it didn't go on to the next round. No. <laughs> so I think that person knows that it wasn't. Hey, you know, what? actually... It could be a great example. It's just the judges felt like there were three other examples that were better. Just because it didn't get pushed doesn't mean it's not a good beer. Yeah. It just means other beers were better. It could be a good example of the style. Tight. But anyway. Uh, but yeah, this one's not a good example of the style. There's not a whole lot going on with it. Flavor is real subdued. This is kind of... Light lager-ish. Yeah, I was looking at too. We are in the hood. It's like the light lager of the Colts. So perhaps they brewed a light lager and then wanted to enter a contest and then realized that Ozaptis is only German styles. It's like, well, what's the lightest I could enter as? Yeah. I mean, I'm not getting a whole lot of rice or corn adjunct, but... Also not getting much grain or fruit or... It's just kind of there. hops. Yeah. Pretty straightforward. It's balls clear, apparently, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, probably for good reason because there's not a whole lot of flavor to it. It's, uh, <laughs> it's in the guidelines. You can look it up. Balls clear. What about um, hops? Pick anything up? Not really anything no. Mm -hmm. There's a slight sweetness on the finish. It's back in sweetness, but only slightly. Uh, only slightly. Yeah. I don't my, know. My boil is finished. I'm going to go turn it off. Yeah, someone else still needs to boil. I just transferred out of my electric kettle. So I just need to take it over there and light it up. Well, go, man, go. go but well, when we finish this beer, I'll do it. All right. I mean, it's a brew day. We're all here. Yeah. Let's brew. Equipment Let's not wait till nighttime. Well. I'm just going to wait till night because it'd be cooler. But wait, yeah, whatever. Wait. We're running out of garage to back into. <laughs> yeah, before long we're gonna be all the way up in the corner. We've done it I know before. I have to start closing the garage a little bit by little bit. We've <laughs> done it before. What's stopping us now? Well, once it gets behind that tree over there, we'll be fine. All right. Well, finish that beer and light her up. Well, we got the uh, the next commercial yeah. example to drink too. This oh. homebrew poundability six. It's just there seven. Yeah, I'd say seven. I had the carbonation level on it's pretty high, too. Yeah, I still got like an odd fruity sweetness. It's coming through more as it warms Maybe green up. Green apple? Acetaldehyde? Yeah. 
Possibly. Something like that. Hmm. Almost cherry. It's strange. Sorry, we both killed ours. You're holding this up. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, because we're going to drink your commercial example next. you got to tell us about it. But, you know, if you want to take your time, it's all good. <laughs> okay. Oh, I see what you did there. Uh-oh. Cops come to Popo. Me on this. That bad joke, sorry. <laughs> if you didn't know, the next beer we have is called All Good. It is a local example from Oak Highlands Brewery. Which we talked to at Blue Bonnet. Yes, those guys are very friendly, and we certainly would like to do an episode featuring them. We're trying to make that happen within the next month or so. Um, yeah, certainly always, always look for partnerships where uh, where they are wanted. And from our conversation with them, they were all about having us in. It'll be all good. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I'm gonna go start the chiller while y'all talk about mm. the beer. Introduce the beer, sorry. So the next one that's up <laughs> is yeah. the. How about a little with a little bit more energy? Yeah. Well, I have energy. zero energy right now. Uh oh. Uh, I'm declining. Oh, first of all, feel this can. It is not a regular can. It is not a regular can. Wait. Can you take yeah. the entire roof off? You can take the entire. Sticker off. Uh oh. Just like Franconia. 903. So this is the Oak Highlands Brewing. 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 <laughs> is it brewery or brewing? Brewing. It Not says brewing. It says brewery. Brewer. This is the all good coal style ale. See. It's 5.8%, 22 IBUs, 12 fluid ounces. <laughs> it's in a green and black stickered can. Aww. It says, with a refreshing and unique character born from warm fermentation and cold conditioning, the Kohl style originates from its namesake city, Kohlen. Kohlen? Germany. <laughs> I don't think it's Kohlen. <laughs> All good is golden in color. <laughs> Light in body and full in flavor. It's more than a beer, it's a state of mind. Like your colon. <laughs> <laughs> One taste and you'll agree everything is all good about your colon. <laughs> Brewed by Oak Island's Brewery LLC, Dallas, Texas. <laughs> colon. <laughs> How is your colon today? <laughs> uh, well, it's hopefully very it's all good. Light straw colored, brilliantly clear. Yeah, it is a uh, pretty dang clear. Tiny bubbles. I would say no aroma, but I can't smell anything, so I just put it. Take that with a grain of your colon. It really doesn't have an aroma. Like, for real. Really? Yeah. It's got to have something. A little something. Some kind something? of grainy sweetness or floral hop. Maybe just a little sweetness, but there's, there's hardly anything there. Interesting. Yeah. Travis is Cooling. occupied. 
He's cooling off. He's kind of pissed. I don't know. He's not pissed. No, no, he's not. It's funny, though, because you're going to get this recording later, and it's going to sound like he's sitting here right next to us, but he's really across the uh, driveway. Yeah, he just got out of his car. He's wafting something in the air. Thermometer. That looks like a thermometer a vet uses. You know, you stick it up the dog's butt. You mean his colon? (laughs) Yeah. Let me uh, tickle your colon. (laughs) And I'm officially chilling. How's your colon, In this chair, and I'm about to drink a beer. Is your colon good? It's all good. That's Oh, here, there's more in this can right here for you. Oh, that's all good. But feel that can. It's not a regular can. You know, out of all the breweries that advertise that they have, you know, the... The can where you remove the entire top. I don't think we come across them too often. I feel like our next example in a can says that on the can, like you know, you can pull off the entire top. Well, wasn't but that one a 903's thing or? Yeah, because 903 had a can that said, you know, rip off the entire lid. 360 degree. It was not like that, and they said, well, we meant to, but it didn't come in that way. We didn't want to pay for reprints, so f it. Um. This this one doesn't say that, but yeah. I noticed that on the the one that I picked up. Relax, don't worry. Have What's a the point of pulling off the entire top? So you can cut your lip. Oh. Kind of like the Mickey thing where you slice your digits. Yeah. Uh, Very clear. White I foamy. can't do the malt liquor thing. My throat kind of hurts. <laughs> malt liquor. I get some lime on the aroma in this one. Did you put the lime in the coconut? Put the lime in the coconut. Mix it all up. Nah. I couldn't get much of an aroma because you know, obviously my allergies, but Sawyer says there's not much of one anyway. Oh, I'll get some. Yeah, like I mentioned, lime was the first thing I thought. <laughs> Still nodding his head. There's got to be some kind of grainy note in there. I get grains in the flavor more than the aroma. This doesn't taste like a Kolsch. It doesn't? It does. It's not as clean on the finish as uh, some of the other ones, especially the German commercial example. You get a lot more of the residual flavors uh, and some light sweetness in the finish. It lingers. It kind of reminds me of a Fest beer. <laughs> Everything reminds you of a Fest beer or Hackershore. A Hackershore is a Martin. I know, but That's it's still different. an Oktoberfest style beer. And no, Fest beer and Oktoberfest are different. <sighs> not bad. This yes, is a, they are different, but it's the same this style. This is an easy drinker. Same origin. Just kind of sit back and drink it. Kind of beer. Not when it gets warm, though. It gets real, like, bitter, tannic, like grain husks. It's because yours are sitting in the sunlight. No. It's in the cup holder, being blocked by the sun. Being warmed by the sun, the outside of the <laughs> cup holder. How many more would we have to go? Too many. Uh, I think we got another homebrew. Uh, that didn't answer my question. I say we skipped the rest of the homebrews. <laughs> yeah, I kind of agree with that. Boo! Uh, drinking eight homebrews and four commercial examples... It's a third of a it's bottle. It's a tall order. It's a third of a bottle. Yeah. Plus all the sample pizza. beer I drank earlier. Yeah. That is your own fault. Yeah, I didn't touch the quad mm-hmm. or the Imperial Stout. 
But I did have some of the dunkle. I touched the quad. <laughs> watch, 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 watch. I'm going to touch it. <laughs> I put my finger on it. Yeah. He's talking about if he get his hands on it earlier, then. <laughs> no, he was talking. Oh, never mind. <laughs> what about your calling? <laughs> when do you need to get, like, your your pooper checked? Like, what age? Is it 40 or 50? 50. Is that what you've heard? Well... I don't know about that. My dad says it's 50. Because he's done it twice now. I do know that you're supposed to have physicals. Well, yes. But I don't know how far up there they go for that. (laughs) I don't think there's any insertion in physicals. (laughs) Just turn your head and cough? Yeah. How did we get on this subject? Well, he wanted to know about his colon, so... I didn't ask about my colon. You were asking about colons. I didn't say anything about I was sitting here being all good, and you're just all up on my colon. What's wrong with the colon? I mean, it's a body part. Jeez. Strolling in the colon. (laughs) It's also a punctuation. Yes. Which I never really understood, because it doesn't look like a colon. (laughs) Do you know what a colon looks like? I can imagine. (laughs) Like a link of sausages? (laughs) Ugh. Like they have in the cartoons that you feed to the dog. <laughs> yeah. And then there's the semicolon. <laughs> See, now I get, I get that one because it's got the little dangly thing at the bottom. <laughs> that one looks more like the sausage links yeah, than the so regular some, colon. You know, sometimes you get that and then you got to like shake your butt around to get the dangly thing. <laughs> oh, this is off. gross. So it, more or less happens whenever the dog's taking a poop and they got the little dangly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, can we move on to something else? <laughs> yeah, next up, we're going to talk about Chris's colon. We'll be right back. Oh, next God. up, DMS. Lame. There we go. Better. That was a terrible clap. Yeah, well, whatever. And in this segment, oh, we have... Shit. Oh, <laughs> Oh, oh, my oh my god! Oh, we got a bird. We got, we got a, a bird. bird. We got a bird in here. Oh, oh my god. god! We got a bird. It's oh. a mockingbird. Oh, it's going around. Oh, oh my god! Oh, there he is. Oh, we got a bird. Oh. oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, let's go. Okay. Oh my god! That's the outtakes for the ages. Welcome to this episode, whatever. Oh my gosh. Attack of the Birds. Episode 100. Isn't there a, a movie about that? <laughs> birds just attack. Alright, so at this we point. We got cows. It's, oh, wait. It's late in the day that the sun is coming all the way through the garage, so we had to close the garage almost completely. It's got, you know, maybe a two foot opening at the bottom. <laughs> and we got, you know, the. The box fans going on the inside, and the, the boils going on outside. We start the recording, and then all of a sudden, a bird just <laughs> flies into the garage. In the garage, the bird is the word, and it's just going in circles. <laughs> and it's a mockingbird, and those suckers are mean, so they'll they'll peck you. And we're just like, whoa! I'm just glad he didn't fly into the attic. Well, he kept going like that way several times. God, that would have been bad. Yeah, least, it's a good thing he didn't fly into a wall, you know? I mean, jeez. <laughs> you ever try sniffing a wall? 
I've sniffed while drinking it. <laughs> it doesn't work. Alright, so for this segment, we've got a rapid fire homebrew. Rapid segment. fire? Yes, rapid oh, fire. Because oh, we still have four homebrews left. Oh my oh, god. So we're going we're gonna to pound two of them real quick. This is number 63. Came in a dogfish up bottle. It did. Kind of cool. Uh, smells like all the other ones. Only six more. <laughs> Looks like the rest. This one's pretty hazy. Still a light straw color. Very carbonated. Kind of looks like Bud Light, but we've not gotten one undercarbonated beer today. No. Or an Adam beer. We have not gotten an Adam beer today either. <laughs> Why do you keep talking about the Adam beer? Because it was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. It was like the worst thing I've ever had aside from that one smoked beer my first time at Blue Bonnet. <laughs> from the guy in the cart. Yeah. That was you could smell the smoke from across the room. It was awful. Anyway, this one. Um, actually, pretty drinkable. It smells like beer. It smells like a Kolsch. Tastes yeah. like a Kolsch. I don't know. Maybe it was knocked out. Because it's not brilliantly clear like the other ones. What? I'm still laughing at myself. <laughs> Trying to crawl underneath the garage <laughs> door instead of just lifting it back up. And yeah, I really through. didn't think that all the way through. I would have done the same thing though. Because <laughs> I was thinking, how are we going to get back in? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I see him get down on his belly. I'm like, what are you doing? Just lift it back up. <laughs> anyway. I look like a, a retard. I really don't have anything negative to say about this one. Nor do I. Other I'm not than over the, the, moon the about clarity. It? It's a nice roll and tondo to the next one. Now, I don't remember what the guidelines say about carbonation. Maybe it was overcarbonated. I think moderately high was the top end. This is highly carbonated. Yeah, this is carbonated like a Saison. I'd say more like a Belgian. Saison. I don't know. This one would certainly have been a contender, I think. Maybe the one that they opened was a gusher. It, uh, I mean, it hits all the check marks when you think about what's in the guidelines. Except for clarity. Yeah. Then the clear clarity. And it doesn't have a finish finish. But even still, I mean, my pour is pretty clear. It's hazy. I had the wrong one. I had the second pour and it's hazy. I'm sure Sawyer's... I got the bottom and uh, mine's actually fairly clear. It's a little hazy, but, you know. Maybe at this point, you know, the judges were just looking at the flights that they had and they were like, and that one. <laughs> They're all kind of the same, Who in knows? a way. Yeah, I have seen that before where you just, you get to the end of the night, you're tired. You go through the list, it's like, well, I mean, they're all pretty good, so let's just pick a few. And this one could have been one that just, by the luck of the draw, got knocked out. I really do think the carbonation is too much. It's uh, very effervescent. I would agree. Like I say, son. <laughs> that you know, if if that was what stood it apart from the others, I guess it could be enough. And in case our listeners are wondering, this is not like Hackershore. <laughs> Thank you. Thank Sawyer. you for that. 
You're welcome. Is it like a fest beer? Thank you very much. No, it's not like a fest beer either. It's more it like a saison. It doesn't compare to anything. It's more like a saison. Except a pretty decent Kolsch. Saison. Okay. Hey, if I had five gallons of this, I'd drink the crap out of it. I would too. I don't know. Really? You don't think so? Uh, not for me. You got high standards over there. No. Or he's just, just not a fan of the Kolsch. I just, no, I, I love the Kolsch. I drink a beer. I don't want to. <laughs> I love the Kolsch. I'm just saying it's too dang carbonated. Well, that's easy to fix. Not but I'm saying really. the flavor. If I had five gallons of this, I would drink the crap okay, out of it. Okay, the flavor, yes. I would agree. This would be gone in two months. Even even if you if you have something kegged that's overcarbonated, it does take time for it to dissipate. You got to turn the gas off and then bleed it, you know, every day for a couple of days to dissipate some of that off. Or you could just crank the pressure up and pour it fast and get a huge head. That that would dissipate some of the carbonation too. Anyway, I, I would drink this a lot. Yeah. It's good. I like this one. I like this beer. I'd certainly, if I was scoring this in BGSP standards, I'd put it in, in the 30s for sure. High 30s, yeah. I'd say. The carbonation level would keep it there, though, for me. Yeah. Not a world-class example, but I mean, no. not much wrong with it other than that. Yeah. For that, we go to the fancy lawnmower. Oh. Yeah. The one that we had earlier. It was more of a joke. But the red... Oh. Yeah, the Reichen Scoots. Reichen Heichen. That was like two hours ago. I forgot. <laughs> Tried like five hours ago. Yeah. Anyway, brewing update. Longest Everybody's podcast ever. Brewing update. I am finished. I are, am, you f- are you finished finished? Yes. I am finished I finished, finished as my, well. My boil, my chilling, I transferred, I finished cleaning. Me too. So I'm at the best part of brew day where you sit back and... He's drying. Have some beer. And Sawyer is at the same point as me. See? I am boiling. I have not pitched the yeast yet because my smack pack won't poof. Yeah, I, I probably won't pitch my yeast until right before bedtime or maybe first thing in the morning. I probably won't pitch my yeast until tomorrow night. Because I'm going to have to get my beer down to the 50 degree mark. Or mid 50s. Oh yeah. I intend on pitching right when I get home. See, I've gotten to the point where I'd, I'll brew, and then I'll just stick it in the back room, and then just leave it for a day. Yeah, I usually pitch the next morning. Since I don't have a dedicated freezer to chill really quickly. I don't either. I've got to do just over time. And I'll usually pitch around 80. If you have good sanitation. That's pretty high. Yeah. Uh, you know, process and procedures, then a day sitting at room temperature, you're probably not going to have anything negative to take hold of your beer. No. Unless you're Sawyer and forget to sanitize the carboy. Yeah. I didn't at forget. <laughs> I sanitized it. At Iron Mesh? At Iron Mesh? Yes. <laughs> Are you sure? Do you remember? Fairly sure. Fairly sure. I can't like say that I remember, but I'm fairly 70% certain. sure? Yeah. That's a pretty big margin. It's guaranteed to work 60% of the time, every time. Well, while they finish up that one, I'm going to open up homebrew example number 117. Oh, I finished. You can uh, pour and me some of that there beer. Okay, so Y'all go ahead. Don't mind me. Pour it a little bit. This one looks pretty carbonated, too. Look at that head. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, That's every example drop. today has been well carbonated. Impressive. 
This one. You know, I wonder how much of that had to do with the fact that it sat in that room for so long. I don't think it would have affected that much. Unless the yeast woke back up. If it got shook around during transport and the yeast went back into suspension and then the temperature rose and they continued to eat. Yeah, it sits at room temperature back in the studio. It's highly possible. It could be our fault. (laughs) Yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously the judging was, what, way back in August, September of last year? Yeah, almost a year ago. So these are almost certainly not the beer that was judged when it was judged. Because beers are living things, so it changes. So maybe the beers that we like today had a flaw six months ago. No, they don't. Hmm. Who knows? I don't know. All right, so beer one seventeen. I do get some kind of off flavor on this one. Light aroma. Maybe some slight fruit, but not a whole lot else. <clears throat> I get a big fruit note in the flavor. Bubbly mouthfeel, fizzy. Very effervescent. I can't drink anymore. <laughs> I'm full. Shouldn't ate so much pizza. I only had like two slices. I had like two slices. That's a drop. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, there's something a little like papery about this one. What's the uh, the cardboard flaw? That would Burger be King. oxidation. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of that. The fries at Burger King taste like cardboard. <laughs> Random. Here's your random thought for the day. Brought to you by Sawyer. Hi. Brought to you by beer. (laughs) Yeah, there's something off about this one. I can see the cardboard comment. Yeah. Maybe a slight bit of butter. Yeah. This one's... Slight bit of butter? Yeah. This one would would have enough just to dismiss it right away. Yeah. Especially Especially the other ones we've been drinking. In the context of the other ones. Yeah, so... If this were not the very first one they tried, then the the two judges would look at each other, just kind of slightly shake their head, and then not spend much time on it at all. Pass it on down yeah. the road. Because uh, after a while, you realize there's no point in spending a whole lot of time on a beer that's not going to push to the next round. Yeah. Sure, you still want to write uh, Judge constructive it, comments. Comment on it, score it, move on. Yeah, but you're also not going to sit there and ponder all the different flavors and, and aromas that you get Word. on a beer that's not going anywhere. <laughs> so, I feel the same kind of thing about this one. So, you're lo- you look really out, out of it. Yeah, I'm kind of... I can't kinda... talk. Let me try that again. Sawyer, you look really out of it. There we go. Yeah, I'm a little <laughs> out of it. I'm tired. Yeah, today's been a good day. But holy crap! Yeah, brew day, man. Triple brew days are hard. They're just so long. We yeah. started it uh, a little afternoon. Yeah, twelve fifteen. Yeah, and it's now. Well, I started. I started heating y'all's strike water before noon. And it's ten till six, or t- ten till seven. Jeez. Yeah, seven hours a long t- long brew day. I'm usually. In and out and done. Four hours. 
That's the secret to secret to marriage, right there, folks. <laughs> in and out in four hours. <laughs> Dang. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> well, we got a uh, one more commercial example left. Maybe Travis does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's I, a new brewery. We I can't to- drink oh, anymore. Yeah, that's true, it is a new brewery. I forgot. All right. It's a new brewery. Well, let's get to it. After those two home brews and the bird attack, we're going to move on to our <laughs> final commercial example for today. Yeah, which is times. actually from a new brewery, which is always exciting whenever after 94 episodes we can bring in a new brewery. Not only that, it's a new DFW, North Texas brewery. This isn't that new. It's new to us. Well, new to us, but not new. Yes, because we have never featured this brewery, which is Tups. Bless you. Are you sure we haven't had Tups on before? We have not. I consulted our website, brewstyles.com, and I clicked on the Feature Beer tab, which has a list of every beer that we featured up through episode, like, 80-something. I guess and I need to check out the no website. Tups beers listed. Let me consult my magic book. So, this is, as far as I know, our first Tups beer. Welcome to the podcast, Tups. They are handcrafted out of McKinney, Texas. So that's a uh, far north Dallas suburb. I've been there uh, one time. It's really cool. It's kind of yeah. you know uh, old part of town next to a cotton mill. It's in a big warehouse. Yeah. And they kind of play off of that that uh, old old uh, old world feel. But um, this is their day off Kolsch, five point two percent. It's our day off. It's a day off for us too. We should be at work, but uh, to hell with that. Well, we shouldn't be at work because it's a day off. That's right. School holiday. Yep. On the can it says, this light and easy coach <laughs> is the perfect homage to not working. Take a day off. Homage. Texas served. Tups Brewery is proud to be in the great city of McKinney, Texas. Located in the historic cotton mill, we believe ale is the perfect blend of art and science. It should be consumed with friends responsibly. So if you're not consuming it with friends, do you still have to consume it responsibly? Yeah, it's like you don't drive. That sucked. Okay, so this is the one that had the confusing <laughs> can thing I was talking about earlier. Because it says, try this tub sale in a can. You're holding it. What? And it's got a picture of the can. So what I thought that meant was, this was one of those you could rip the entire top off and drink it out of the can. No, you could but, just open the top of it like a normal. Yeah, can. I mean, after leave, after reading it again, it's basically just saying, "Drink it in the can." Drink, drink. this beer because it's a beer and you've got it. Or they They're don't want you to pour it into beer. a glass. Well, that's just silly. It says I love enjoy the can. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't look fantastic. It's murky as hell. I think all craft beer should be poured into a glass. Why? Because all the aromas are trapped inside a can if you drink from a can or a bottle. Pour it into a wide mouth glass, swirl it around, then you have all the different uh, volatiles that are released. And so if there's a brewer that does not want you to get those, that's, there's something wrong with that. Every beer maker, every craft beer, anyone who gives a crap at all they make, should want you to smell everything about it. They want you to taste everything about it. Do they want you to smell it while tasting it? 
Bud Light wants you to drink it out of a cold aluminum can that your lips get stuck. My lips are stuck. So that you don't smell or taste anything. Mr. Blue Aluminum Bottle Maker. Drink it at 29 <laughs> degrees so that nothing comes through. Craft beer should be separate from that. So if that's what they're referring to, I'm totally against that. If it's just like a really <coughs> oddly worded joke, like this is a or, or like an advertisement for a beer, but it's the beer you're holding. Then okay, I, I'm along with that. But take for instance what I'm brewing today: American Light Lager. Sure. If a brewery, a quote-unquote craft brewery, brewed an American Light Lager. And it tasted just like a BMC American Light Lager. Is it still a craft beer? Well, craft is a designation. Yeah. But if they're identical in every way, why is one different than the other? Because one would be small, independent, and local. Or traditional, sorry. Small, independent, traditional. Okay, so Carbach just got bought out. Does that yep. mean they're no longer craft beer? Correct. By the definition set by the uh, Brews Association, yes. Carbach is not a craft beer. So if Tups brewed American Light Lager, mm-hmm. you would want to drink it out of a glass. Sure. But your BMC American Light Lager, because it's a craft beer, you don't want to drink it out of a glass. I want to drink every beer out of a glass. Then why did you say craft beer earlier? You singled out craft beer. You said all craft beer should be drank out of a glass. Sure. Okay. Because I, I care about that more than... Even if it's identical? Sawyer, <laughs> why are you raising your hand? I have a question. <laughs> um, what makes it craft beer? Quantity they brew. It's a it's a governmental designation, basically. You got microbreweries. You got brew pubs that also include food. You got craft breweries. All of it has to do with how much volume they brew. Yeah. That's the designation. So back in the day, the Brewers Association said, "Here's the definition for a craft brewery. It has to be small, independent, and traditional. Meaning, small. They couldn't make more than." such and such barrels which they kept uh, Samuel Adams Boston Beer Company they kept pushing the limit of how much you could make and still be craft because they wanted them to be included but they uh-huh. kept making like 2 million barrels 6 million barrels so they kept raising the amount to be classified as small uh, Anheuser-Busch Miller Coors they're making like hundreds of millions of barrels per year so that's they're in a different ballpark small Independent, you couldn't be more than like 50% owned by a, uh, a conglomerate. So it had to be just a local ownership. Couldn't be uh, a business or whatever. And then the uh, traditional, which that one's kind of gone off the wayside recently, but they were talking about you couldn't brew with more than a certain percentage of adjuncts with the majority of your beer. But then you got Doctor's Head, which they make a lot of beers with, you know, quotation adjuncts, such as cocoa beans and vanilla extract, 
all this other stuff that they push the limits. But when they originally, Bruce Associate, when they originally set the de the definition, they were talking about flaked corn, flaked maize, that kind of thing, uh, flaked rice as an adjunct, which you know, Budweiser excels in making adjunct-weighted beers. Okay. So there's your answer. Cool. Thank you. So back to Tups. Welcome to the podcast, Tups. <laughs> this is beer. It's hazy. Uh, not as light yellow. I wouldn't say straw. More like a golden color. This is the darkest beer we've had today. Very malty, malty sweet aroma. <laughs> Bready. There's like a almost a chemical note. Chemical? Your allergies are playing games on you. <laughs> like, I wouldn't go as far as saying cleaner, but there's something off. It's like a bitterness, astringency kind of... I don't I know. I guess if I looked for it, I could find that. It's a little it off. It wasn't my first thought. It does have a fairly dry finish. Way more than the others. Eh, not my favorite one of the day. I can see why you gave it a two on untapped the first time you had it. See, I don't remember when I had this last. Because uh, when I looked it up on untapped, I saw that you had checked into it. Yeah. I, I know I've been to the brewery one time, but it was in a limited visit, so I would have chosen just a few things. See, Fred and Ashley have also had it, but they don't, ooh, they don't rate stuff, so I don't know what they thought about it. Yeah. Tufts makes some good things. I remember on my visit up there, everything I tried I was really pleased with. That was about a year ago. It was in July of uh, 2016. Because I remember we went, we went up there before we went to a Frisco's Rough Rider game. Hmm. So that was the whole reason we went there. It would have been late July of last year. I don't know. Yeah, maybe this isn't one of their better examples, but not terrible. Poundability? Poundability is six. I'll go to five. I'm going to say six. <laughs> what an epic pause. <laughs> nice. Good job, Sawyer. You and your Coors Banquet shirt. I really like this shirt. <laughs> How much longer you got in your boil? I don't Chris? know. I can't look at my phone because I'm recording on it. Oh, yeah. So. so we'll either be back with more homebrew or we'll see you next week. We don't know. Or, or we'll be back with a closing of sorts. So join us next week when we do. <laughs> what are we doing? We're going to drink more homebrew. We're not done. Oh. Yeah, we still have more homebrew. Uh, yeah. I'm not giving like up yet. Two more. Don't give it up yet. Not dead yet. Not dead. I feel happy. And we're back. Oh no! <laughs> Rut row. No, my allergies are just crap. Uh -oh. Anyway, uh -oh. my throat hurts like a mother. I, got I feel great. I feel like I can do another episode. We need to, but not tonight. 
Yeah. <laughs> now, yes, because now it's tonight. The sun is down. I am. Uh, here's our brewing update. <laughs> we really should have done a night brew. I am now chilling. It is a night brew now. Well, now it is. Yeah. We've been here since noon. It's like eight o'clock now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not that I'm complaining. This has been fun. We haven't done this in a while. Yeah. I, I do enjoy these, uh, you know, multi-brew days. Yes. However, starting at, you know, 8 o'clock in the morning is always preferable. Sure. I think Travis starts at 6. Well, he wakes up at 6 and starts his water and then he goes back to bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I'll have my water already prepped on the stove. I'll wake up, turn it on high, and then go back to sleep because I know it takes about an hour for it to heat up. So there's that one step out of the way already. Word. It takes me like 15 minutes. Yeah, well. Um, if I do the, the morning brew, I'm done by 10.30, 11. Yeah. Cool. Which I have two more beers to do this weekend, so... Tamara. There's like either a clown murder happening in the background, or <laughs> kids are... Going through the uh, kids in the air. I don't know. Oh. And uh, somebody just got shot. I think someone might got shot. (laughs) Anyways, we're on to the next beer. Uh, What number is this? Yeah, we have two homebrew examples. Epic. Epically long brew day and epically. Wow. Wow. Drunk. Epic. No, tired. Epically long. Number 0081. Epically long podcast. I Longest podcast ever. Actually, you know what? We're going to pound the crap out of you and then be done with it. That day that the rabbit hole guys were here, OMG. I was drinking until almost midnight. And we started drinking at <laughs> what, like 2.30? <laughs> Travis, that night, he comes up to me and just kind of goes, I'm leaving. <laughs> he walks out. <laughs> I don't remember Travis leaving. Because yeah, I'm pretty I sure do. me and Matt were having a, a, a big, long conversation. And Clint yeah. was constantly pulling off the Imperial Stout all God. night long. <laughs> in, in points like that, I make it a point not to say goodbye or make a big deal. I just, I ghost. I've done that for years. And I continue to do that. Why? If, like, conversation is thick, then I don't want to stop it. I just want to be out. I make a big deal about it. I get that. I do. I li- I'm kind of like that sometimes too. Not all the time though. But then we're looking around like, where the? It's Travis. Yeah. <laughs> and then I get a text. Do you leave? Like, yep. Okay. Okay. Bye. <laughs> anyway, all right. This it was one. Funny though, because like I'm already asleep, and then I wake up the next morning and I see text messages from Chris that like, <laughs> that, oh my God, they're at still here. <laughs> they just now left. I had left too. I left before either one of them had left. I think. Yeah. But both I guess of, that says a lot about either our podcast or your company, or both. Yeah. Or they just wanted free beer. They liked, or they liked the uh, the change from the day to day norm. Yeah. Which is true. I mean, and all of these things are are okay. And Should have gone to Waffle House that night. <laughs> they're all good for a podcast because they were. Quite pleased with, I think. I hope so. Yeah. How we ran our business. Up until someone told you to stop with the drops. 
<laughs> I actually heard that in the podcast. That was funny. That it was funny. <laughs> I laughed really, really hard when I heard that. He was just anyway. like, "Stop!" Yeah. When the guest tells you to stop with the drops, then stop with the drops. Anyway, all right. So another whole hazy, very hazy. Oh my god! Smells like beer. No, it smells like lemon pledge. This is like no, no. super effervescent. Actually, I it. it is just bubbly, burny. Uh, what is it? A carbonic bite? Uh, I, I don't agree. I think that this is less oh, effervescent yes, than is. some of the ones that we've had already. No, this is more so. Mm. Maybe the second was it the second one that we had that was like super bubbly. I don't remember. There was another one that's close to this, but this one definitely. This is like tiny bubbles, fizzy in your mouth, like a soda. This is soda beer. But it's super lemony. Like lemongrass, lemon pledge. Yeah. It's still a good beer, though. I like it. I like this one. It's not a Kolsch. No, but I like it. Not even close. I like it, though. It's fine. I like this beer. This is kind of like along the lines of my lemon and lime Kolsch. I know it's not a Kolsch, but it's tasty as heck. As balls. Balls. Clear as balls. 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 Bird. Bird, bird, bird. Bird's the word. Haven't you heard? I'll pull a drop in the bird episode. (laughs) The bird segment? I sent that to Courtney. Once you blend it all together, (laughs) all of us screaming at the same time. Oh! Oh! That was pretty funny, though. I don't know what you're talking about because my back was to it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? what OS. Yeah. (laughs) But then, like, and then I saw just like a mask coming towards me, and then I was like, OS. SOS. Okay, can we? Do we have anything else to talk about this beer? Nope. Oh, this is gonna be tough to pound. Came in a brown bottle. Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking like a four. It's like a poundability of four. Did you not get what he just said? Well, you said it's a brown bottle, and he said something. What? Maybe two even. What did he say? Uh, I only like heard part of it. Nothing. Never mind. Oh, my gosh. Like you said earlier. <laughs> On the review? <laughs> I'll give this a seven. Are you kidding me? I can't no. count this. This is too fizzy. That's I will bull. give this a seven. That's bull. It's like pounding champagne. You can't do it. You can sip it. Yeah. You can toast it. But it's too, it's too... Nah, it's, it's a seven. Mm. This is a three. Oh, no I disagree. Way. Yeah, three. No. Yes, three. It's too lemony. Oh. It's too... Causes the burps. Ugh. What the heck is wrong with you guys? I finished mine before yours. It's the shirt. It's the Coors Banquet shirt. It's oh, a Coors... the last bottle, Banquet oh, Howard's. I have superpowers. The pottle. Yeah. Actually, go see what my temp's at. (laughs) Gosh. (laughs) Freaking be decisive, okay? Oh, there's a bird. (sighs) What am I at? Bird's a word. 90. 90? Centigrade? (laughs) Celsius? 
Kelvin. Oh. Then it's like almost freezing. Yeah. Absolute zero is Kelvin. Kelvin zero. Kelvin zero. Ah. I, I ordered that uh, that wall mount bottle opener along with my new relay. It'll be here tomorrow also. Tomorrow. That's cool. Yeah. Amazon Prime shipping. Yeah. So that'll be on there. I'll have to deal with that bottle opener on the magnet anymore. Ugh. Isn't that like a wedding gift or something? That one? Yeah. No, that's from Bruja. Bruja. <laughs> oh, oh Bru Bruja. So we don't need Unless they want to sponsor a podcast. Uh, I'm still drinking this lemon thing. It's, this is hard to pound. You're crazy. Here's all your. I've already poured my beer. Throat feel good. better. The first time. Here, I'll help you, it'll, it'll help your throat it. feel better. No, it doesn't. God. All right, hold on. Oh, he's got a pain look in his face. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Oh, is it that it. bad? Oh, can't do it. No. It is not that bad. It's too fizzy. Y'all are crazy. Red face. Oh. Ooh. You're acting oh, like you're drinking a ten fifty so over painful. there. No, I'd rather drink a ten fifty. <laughs> it's just too fizzy. It's, it burns. No, it doesn't. Yeah, we can pound the Death Star Imperial Stout easier. Than this. Oh, I highly doubt that. I no, I I agree with Travis. All three of the beers that I have on tap right now. Quadraneros Power Coupling, nine point seven percent quad. Death Star Imperial Stout, 8%. Dooku Dunkel, 4.3%. Anyway, all three of those are easier to pound than this. It's too carbonated. And I have floaties. <laughs> oh. 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 I heard that mockingbird outside is still chirping at us. Oh, God. It's mocking us. Yeah, get out of my garage, he's saying. All right, so we're on to the next one. Oh, jeez. Okay. Our last one. I finally Our very, finished. very, very last one. Did yeah. we drink through all eight today? It's about time. Oh, my gosh. It took us eight hours. All eight homebrew culture examples. What number? Four commercial. So, eight. We drank 12 beers. The final one is 5B Kolsch number 0006. Ooh, number six. Entry number six. The OG of the, uh, I wonder what entry number one was. Number one. Numero uno. But for Ozapt, I wonder what entry number one was. <laughs> and I wonder if it won. That was two in there, by the way. Probably. You'll hear that later. You'll catch it. First. <laughs> Huh? I would assume are you gonna whatever, whatever box you open up first. Are you going to pour it, Travis? I'm going to enjoy the last of my... Really going to enjoy that? It wasn't bad. It was pretty bad. Y'all are y'all are way off on this. Yeah. No, it was pretty bad. Says the two people in the room with BJCP certification. <laughs> I don't need a BJCP certification to know that that was pretty okay. Uh, it was pretty all, all okay. 
I'm gonna look down at you, down my nose. I've never high-browed you before. I just farted. Okay. <laughs> Good thing the fans falling that way towards you. You can fart all you want. Yeah. Suck on that, guys. Isn't there some kind of Lion King song about farting downwind? Listen to the colors of the wind. No, it, there's it's Timon and Pumbaa. They're talking about being downwind. I promise. Don't worry for the rest of your days. It's a problem free philosophy. Kunabutaro. <laughs> All right, last beer. Everyone's tuned out at this point. <laughs> yes, if you're still listening, then kudos to you. Then the to you. Actually, uh, actually, if, <laughs> if you're still listening right now, send us an email and we'll send you a free T-shirt. Boom! <laughs> I, I dig it. Yeah, that you know, listener level forty. Yeah. If I like pie. If you're still tuned in right now, send us an email. Say you made it all the way through this episode, and we will send you a free T-shirt. Yeah, because we really do need to give those out. <laughs> yeah, we do. We've had them for over a year. You can send it to Chris at BrewStyles.com. There you go, because my email goes to my phone. Unlike these slackers over here, they don't even check their email. Yeah. I absolutely, I do. Actually, I've Once never... Once a year? No, I have it on my uh, iPhone. I so, haven't checked it since it's been created. I pushed it. You know what? I have an idea. But You're probably getting all, all kinds of emails about it's so perpetually drunk. I have an idea. We should have start a new segment on the show called Gosh. Sawyer's Emails. Okay. <laughs> and we just read them on the air. All of them? All even of, the spam ones? Just pick one a week. Read a new one. All right. Even the spam emails. Um, Chris, I'm going to need the login information of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, email Sawyer at BrewStyles.com. <laughs> Alright, so when I click on Bruce Styles, all I get are Twitter notifications from our Bruce Styles Twitter. Oh, okay. So you had you registered the Twitter through your Bruce Styles account. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but all I get is so and so like this, uh, at me because I rap. This person And all the all the porn stars. Don't all the porn stars like add you on Twitter? Follow Wild Acre Brewing, (laughs) Real so I don't get any legitimate emails. It's all based on Twitter, 100%. Which you can find us on Twitter at Brew underscore Styles. Yes, you can. Which we are fairly active at least once a week. We'll uh, update it. So if only the person in charge of our Facebook. That'll be updated this weekend, I promise. <laughs> That's what you said last week and the week before and yeah, the week before. We posted the picture in October. <laughs> Thanks, Eddie. Yeah. Way to go, Eddie. Okay, let's talk about this beer, because I'm sure everybody's getting tired of listening to us ramble. Uh, they want their shirt. They don't care. If they're still here, then Our shirts are pretty cool, by the way, so yeah. uh, definitely send us an email. We will send you a name, shirt. Name, address, yeah. free shirt. Free no shirt. We will I pay guess, for shipping. your size. Yes, that is a question we will need. It's a strange question. <laughs> Beyond that, no question. What size are you? 
ask me about my beer. Uh, this one is pretty hazy. Yes, uh, it is. It actually very hazy. It's yellow. It is yellow. A little darker than straw, but not quite golden. Oh. This one is also extremely carbonated. This episode is painful. I bet having the box back in the studio for six months did affect some of these. Probably so. I, even, yeah. even if it's bottled from a keg, the small amount of yeast bottle. is still in there. <laughs> it sounded like he said bottle. Puddle. 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 I don't know. There's a puddle right there. Yeah, I'm sure it made a difference. Anyway. Never had, never had an episode where every single beer has been just effervescent, well carbonated. Have you had my Dunkelweiss before? <laughs> yes. At his wedding. Right. Anyway. Can we finally end this episode? Yes. What are we doing next week? Uh, Travis, why don't you do the closing? Uh, let's see. After this episode... Color. Yes, we're doing Keller beer next. Which we thought we were doing Keller beer last week, but we decided, yeah, let's put it off a week. So, uh, last time... Sorry to say we were taking a trip to Keller. For Keller beer? Yeah. <laughs> At Shannon Brewing? No. Do they have a Keller beer? No. Man. They should. They should. Oh. We should get them on. We should. And then ask the hard questions. Why don't you have a Keller beer if you're based in Keller? Yeah. You need to let me ask that question. I think that'd be really funny. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us for this Epically long episode like it's a movie. of Bruce Styles. We might have got a few drops. Well, well I think we have several. Not quite as epic as uh, Punkin 1.0, but. But it was still ep- an epically long episode. Really? We need to drop. Oh, jeez. Maybe you need to go drop. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> anyway, uh, so, <laughs> Brew Day slash. Kosh. From Colin. Yes. Join us next week when we actually might visit Keller. Well, no, not really. We're going to drink Keller beer. Cheers until then. Okay, bye!